and welcome to episode 57 of Unlicensed Entertainment. I'm your host, Carl Etner. Uh, it has been a while since I have last done an episode of this show. Uh, I just want to give you an update of what's going on. The show is not ending, but I am taking a little bit of a break. Things have been kind of crazy since the last episode. Uh, first thing that happened was kind of fun. My wife and I took a trip to Hawaii which is something we've been wanting to do for years. So basically, when we got married, we had three ideas for a honeymoon, which was Sydney, Australia, which is what we did. Uh, New Orleans, which we did last year just because we wanted to go there so bad. And then Hawaii. So we just finished our trifecta of basically three different honeymoons in th- three different years. It's a lot of fun. But the day I got back from my, my vacation uh, on October 31st, I was informed three hours into my shift of my of my job that I was being let go after 11 years of service there. I was not given a uh, severance check or anything like that. It was basically, thanks for, your, for what you did. Goodbye. Here's the money we owe you for like back vacation, stuff like that. I know I've trashed this place in the past. Uh, and you would think that I might name them now that the, uh, I no longer work for them. But I do not want any future employers to be going through my stuff and finding out, oh, I trash people I worked for. So even though I don't like the last place I worked for, I'm still not going to name them. So that threw me into a tailspin. I had a job security for 11 years. I was good at my job. I knew what I was doing. And suddenly, I don't have anything. Now, the good thing was, since I was so unhappy there, I had already been looking for a new job since February. And so I had some experiences on the do's and don'ts of what I was supposed to be doing in this situation. For one thing, I learned that there are a lot of jobs out there that are scams. And I've learned through many, through a lot of trial and error and a lot of interviews that were very frustrating what jobs are real and what jobs are fake. And I learned more and more how to avoid going to them. My big thing in the end was to apply for jobs at places that I've heard of, at least for the time being, to try to get my foot in the door. I wanted something different and wanted instead to be working in a warehouse situation, I wanted to be doing more of a phone situation. Because I felt like that's something that would be easier for me in my current situation. Uh, And I found opportunities fast. I applied for two different jobs for two very well-known companies. One provides a service pretty much everyone uses. And the other one is a very well-known nonprofit, which I'm not going to name. I got interviews for both of them. And I got uh, offers from both of them at the same time. Which is throwing me through a tailspin because I'm like, uh, which one do I take? And... uh, Stuff like that. I've, I I went for one, but I'm trying to see if I can leave the door open to the other one to go in later in case the first one doesn't work out because they don't start until uh, January 6th while the other one starts next week. So I'm hoping I can get a little bit of, of leeway with, before taking the offer of the second one. But so things weren't so bad. I had about two weeks where I was unemployed and then I got a job fast. I never even got an unemployment check, which is how fast I got a new job, which is amazing to me because everyone told me, there's got that usually takes about six months, so that's cool. But here's what's going on with the show. This is why I'm bringing all this stuff up. Is usually around this time of year uh, at my previous job, I would stop because the holidays are crazy at my job, and I had too much to worry about with that. Rather than worrying about the show, I'd be exhausted. Uh, similar thing this year. Although my job is, has nothing to do with retail now, I'm out of retail. So Black Friday, Christmas. Sorry, I forgot to turn off the speaker before I did this. Black Friday, Christmas, everything like that does not affect me at all. But I am learning a brand new job. And uh, 
That's stressful enough as it is before without having to worry about doing another show. Uh, I am getting trained, they say, for about a month and a half uh, in office. And then after that is done, I'm going to be working from home in the same room that I record this podcast in. I know you guys think I record this in some fancy studio, but no, I do this at home. So I'm going to give this this show a, a little hiatus, like I usually do. It's not going to be that much different. If you're listening to the show for the past few years, you know how it works. I'm going to uh, give it a break basically until I am working from home and am not stressed out about having a new job. I assume that will be sometime in January, maybe February, but the show will be back. Uh, I was planning on doing the last show with my wife before we did this, but, uh, you know, it's hard when it was stressful on both of us and it was exhausting this whole experience. And, uh, it was just hard to, to kind of nail down time that was good to record a show, even though I was home more, I've basically been home or been not working since for almost a month now. Cause I had vacation dovetailed right into my getting unemployed. So I, uh, I haven't worked for a while. I'm starting. I'm not working again until the, November 21st. But even with that said, with how high the stress level was in here, it wasn't really a good time to record. And now we have no free time. I have no time to set with her before I go back into work. So I'm just going to do this one last episode to get you guys like a little nice goodbye, a little last feel for the show. You know, it's not going away. And I forgot about it. And I'm not getting lazy. It's just very hectic right now. But we'll do we'll do at least the one segment that I try to do in every show, even if it's just me by myself, which is the entertainment news. Uh, and there has been a lot going on since I last recorded. In fact, so much so that I'm not 100% sure uh, what stuff I've covered on the show or not since I last recorded. So there might be a little bit of repeats, but bear with me. Uh, one thing that is being talked about right now uh, in entertainment news uh, you know, they're working on a, a uh, Indiana Jones movie, uh, a fifth Indiana Jones movie. I don't know why they went back to it with how terrible Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was, uh, his, his, the fourth movie. But they're going back with him, like, even older than that. Like, this is geriatric Indiana Jones. He's got to be in his 80s or something by now. Anyways, they're not only doing that, they're talking about doing a Indiana Jones Disney Plus series. They have not really explained what that means exactly. No way is Harrison Ford going to commit to Indiana Jones TV series at his age. Uh, and he says when he's gone from that role, Indiana Jones is him. So he does not want Chris Pratt or anyone else jumping in there. Uh, I use Chris Pratt as an example because he was rumored for a while to take over the character. So the best guess that uh, I and a lot of people are going with is that they're going to bring back the young Indiana Jones adventures, which they had for a little while. I never saw it because it's very short-lived and only remember fondly by people who have nostalgia goggles on. But that's the best guess I have. I'm not really excited for it, but I watch I watch a lot of Disney Plus. I watched all the Star Wars shows. I watched all the Marvel shows. I'm going to watch the Willow show starting next week. So I mean they have me anyway, so I'll complain about it, but I'll probably watch it. Speaking of uh, Marvel, uh, they have announced a new, another Disney Plus series that's coming uh, to you. We already announced Wonder Man, starring the guy uh, Yaha Abdul-Mateen, uh, who's the villain in Aquaman. He's going to be playing Wonder Man, a superhero who started off as a villain for the Avengers, then became a hero, and then became a TV star pacifist. Uh, I'm interested in seeing that one. They are also announced Vision Quest, Paul Bettany, 
is going to come back to play his character, uh, Vision, of course, from WandaVision and the other Avengers movies. Uh, I like him a lot. I do wonder how good this is going to be. They set it up at the end of WandaVision, if you watched this, where Vision was brought back to life, uh, but he has memories wiped. So I feel like this is going to be exploring him after that. But uh, so much of what made WandaVision good was not Vision. I mean, Vision was important for it, but it was the experimental format of the of the TV going through like each era of TV shows leading up to finding out what the mystery was. I'm not sure how good this is going to be without Wanda in it, but Paul Bettany's a good actor, so I'm excited for that. Um, another show that was renewed, Sandman, is renewed on Netflix. Uh, this is the Neil Gaiman. A TV series based on the Neil Gaiman comic of the same name. Uh, and here's why I'm happy about it. I thought the show was, first half was really good, second half is kind of mediocre. But I thought the acting was fantastic. And I love the fact that Neil Gaiman supported diversifying the cast from the comics that are made in the 80s. And when people complain about it, like there was a, a male character that turned to female characters, there were gay characters added on. It was very incredibly inclusive. And when com people complain about it being what go woke, go broke, kind of shit like that, Neil Gaiman spoke up on behalf of the actors and, and people involved in it in full support and told those people that complain about it that they did not get Sandman in the comics. So I am in full support of anything that is, is support of inclus inclusivity. Even though it wasn't perfect, I'm still looking forward to uh, it coming back. Uh, another series that I was a very big fan of when I was a kid, I'm not sure if you ever heard of these movies, the Alex Cross movies. Uh, they starred uh, Morgan Freeman uh, for Kiss the Girls and Long Kid Spider, both very good movies. And then they, they brought back, these are based on James Patterson books. He's written like, I don't know, 50 by now. I read about 20 of them maybe. Uh, but... Very fun detective novels about a detective and his family and stuff like that. They made a Tyler Perry one called Cross, or maybe it was called Alex Cross. I don't know how long ago, what exactly it was, where Tyler Perry took over the role for Morgan Freeman. And I'm not sure if you know this, but Morgan Freeman is a much better actor than Tyler Perry. And it was horrifically bad. Well, they are now going to bring the character back again for this time for an Amazon Prime TV series with Aldous... Hodge as the uh, as the main character is going to be a TV series now. This actor is very good. He was in uh, Black Adam. He was in Invisible Man. Uh, he's a very good actor, very likable, which is kind of what you have to do for Alex Cross because Alex Cross, his whole deal is he's he's a likable detective who's also very good at profiling. So that fits. Uh, something I want to jump in on. Uh, something that surprised me in the past couple of years is that I've actually grown to like the music of Taylor Swift. Not my favorite. I can't listen to a lot of her, but every once in a while I can listen to Taylor Swift's, uh, a little bit of Taylor Swift and go like, yeah, that's kind of fun. Reminds me of like nineties pop punk or something like that. Uh, really it reminds me of Eve six, which is something I don't think I've heard anyone else say. But anyway, she had a, a new album come out, uh, since I've last recorded called antihero. And there's a part of the music video where, the whole part of Antihero is about her dealing with her insecurities. And show, shows like her like taking down her down a peg a bunch of different ways. And one of them is she steps on a scale and she sees fat and she's embarrassed by it. And a lot of people uh, have called that out and said that it is wrong that it's in there, that it's fat phobic and makes uh, people who are overweight uh, feel ashamed. And I don't think they're... 
I look, I'm not I'm a I'm not as skinny as I used to be, but I'm not exactly a a, a fat person or overweight person. Sorry, fat's probably a little bit harsh. But I feel like Look, I get self-conscious and I worry about if I if I'm getting fat. I feel like that's a just because you're afraid of getting fat doesn't mean you hate fat people, but it's I think it is a uh, an insecurity a lot of people have and that was a right thing to put in the video. Taylor Swift uh, decided to and it is her choice to take that out of the music video. It's good for her, but I feel like that's people being a little too sensitive. The fact that People are worried about being fat. It is a real fear. It is a real phobia. It is something people get upset about. So why should it not be in a video where she is making herself... The whole point is that she's her own worst enemy. I don't know. That just seems weird to me. Uh, there was a petition. Uh, this is going back a little bit because... I'm, again, we haven't recorded since Halloween. Uh, Halloween Ends came out. Uh, it's the end of the new Michael Myers trilogy. And I, although I did not see it because I think that Halloween is an incredibly overrated franchise... I don't get why anybody likes. Uh, but anyways, the the franchise ended with uh, with a whimper, really. Apparently, the la last movie in the trilogy, which was set up in the trailers to be a final confrontation between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, turned into a movie about uh, this guy named Corey who gets beaten up by band geeks and then somehow turns into a serial killer. And uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Myers and Laurie are there, but it's not really about them. Which will piss off a lot of people. And so they decided to... The people took it into their own hands and started a petition to get them to reshoot the final movie in that trilogy. Look, I get it. I'd be mad too. But there's no way a movie studio is going to do that except for with this franchise. Because if you follow along, this franchise is the most confusing timeline. It basically goes like uh, Halloween 1, Halloween 2... Uh, and then three, four, five, six, and then they go. Okay, never mind. Nothing happened after Halloween two, so ignore those other movies. And then it goes. Actually, never mind. I threw three in there. Three is its own thing. So it goes Halloween one, two, four, five, six. Erase that. Halloween one, two, H two O, Resurrection. Erase all those except for the first one, and then. Erase all of them, do Halloween 1 and 2, which are the Rob Zombie movies. So even I'm having a hard time explaining it, and I know the timeline, which is 1 and 2 Halloween. And then erase those, go back to the original Halloween, and then skip every sequel, and we're starting a new trilogy with a new one. So they could do, just like they've done with other ones, and go like, okay, we're going to ignore Halloween ends and do our own thing. So this is the only time I've ever agreed with the petitions to do this stuff, because they've already made the timeline confusing enough as it is. So why not? Go wild, people. Um, Henry Cavill has uh, been announced that he's going to be going back into the role of Superman, uh, another Man of Steel movie. If you uh, watch Black Adam, which I feel like it's been long enough that people can talk about without spoiling it, at the very end of the movie, uh, post credit scene, there is a scene where Superman comes down and confronts Black Adam. He's like, we need to talk. And then it's over. The thing that I'm excited about with this is that because Zack Snyder is no longer in control and who did not understand Superman, I'm excited that James Gunn is in there. And the talk, there are talks about doing a much more hopeful, fun Superman movie, uh, which Henry Cavill one has not been so far, uh, which Henry Cavill is, is all in support of, too, because he didn't like he didn't completely like the direction either. Superman is supposed to be light and joy and hope. Uh, if you want dark, you do Batman. It's right there, Dark Knight. 
And uh, Snyder didn't get that and made Superman Dark too because Dark is cool, but that's not Superman. So, uh, yeah, it's coming back. It's going to be different, and Henry Cavill's going to do the role. And uh, I like him because I think he he is a geek. He cares about the stuff he's filming. Uh, and he gets mad when it doesn't fit right. It's it goes with uh, he has just departed the TV show The Witcher, which is on Netflix, which I have not seen an episode of because it looks horrible to me. But apparently uh, the people that make that show – uh, the writers on that show made fun of the TV, uh, made fun of the uh, the books and the video game. And Henry Cavill is a big fan of both, so it seems like you know why work for people that don't respect the source material who are making the show? It doesn't make any sense. So he is departing the show, and Liam Hemsworth, the second most popular Hemsworth, is going to be taking over the role of Geralt, which he played in there, which is good for him. But a lot of people are pissed off about that. Um. I think that might... Oh, the, the last thing I'm going to talk about, because I do not get this at all. Uh, several years ago, there was a movie called Sausage Party. It's made by Seth Rollins... Not Seth Rogen. Rollins. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? Am I getting his name right? Suddenly it's like confusing me. Yeah, Seth Rogen, the laughing high dude, and a bunch of his friends. And it's about a hot dog in a grocery store. It's animated who's in love with some buns, which are also animated. And it was just, it had no jokes in it. The whole point was that they are crude. It was just crude, crude, crude for the sake of crude without any substance behind it. I don't get offended. I wasn't offended by it, but I was bored by the lazy writing of it. So, which makes me very surprised that they are making a TV series going straight to Amazon about these characters. Which, by the way, how long can you have a TV show going about food? Uh, their lifespan has to be pretty damn short. It's not like Toy Story where, you know, you pass down the toys for generation to generation. They're still good toys. This is meat. It's going to last like two weeks. How is, how, is this, how is this an idea for a show? It's fucking awful. So, but good on Seth Rogen. Uh, he's made good stuff. It's just not that. Like, he has a... His production company uh, produced Preacher, which was a great TV show. Uh, produces... Uh, Produces The Boys, which is one of the biggest shows in streaming right now. Uh, but this is a swing and a miss, and maybe he should just focus on things that are original properties. Ad ad adaptations. Very good at adaptations. All right. So that's all the news for this week, as well as what's going on with me. Uh, so that's it for the holidays. I was hoping to have a holiday special on here before I closed out, but that was before I knew what my year was going to be like. It's very crazy right now, but I just want to give you an update. Didn't want to leave you in the lurch. Thank all of you. I want to thank you all so much who have listened to me throughout uh, the year and all the years before that. It's greatly appreciated. I love getting feedback from you guys when I get it. I know I don't get a lot, but I'm very passionate about this show. Uh, and when I when I quit doing a podcast several years ago, uh, when I stopped unlicensed film reviewers. It was hard because I loved that show so much, but I didn't feel like I was getting the back end and didn't have a way to keep it going. This one's a little easier to get going without the absolute need for a co-host or homework assignments before people come in. Uh, I made a lot of friends by doing this. Uh, some people from my last job, uh, I intend to uh, stay in contact with them and have them on here again because they were so good. Um, it's my passion. You know, I don't I don't do uh, live improv anymore. Uh, I haven't done a play in over a decade, but, uh, I like entertaining. I, I like to think that I'm good at it. And, uh, when you guys support me and you guys tell other people to listen to the show, I greatly appreciate it. I know this isn't as 
funny as it usually is, uh, or at least attempts to be. But I just want to be uh, serious with you guys. So that that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, I will see you in the new year. I would do my sign off, but it doesn't really make sense with being more than two weeks to the next episode. So if you want entertainment news sometime next year, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment.